I got a thing for bitches. I don't really hang with bitches. But if you see me with them nine times out of ten, I bang them bitches. All we do is fuck. But she say we don't do it enough. Calling my phone, going ham down, Pam. You be doing too much. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. Um, I am your host, Zakia. Still haven't came up with a host um, nickname yet, but yeah, you can call me Zakia. And I have a special co-host today, my friend. Um, Want to introduce yourself now or later? I introduce myself now. <laughs> She's nervous. <laughs> I'm high key nervous about this podcast, uh, but my name is Jaquilia. Everyone calls me Jax. I am a transplant to Houston, just like Zakia, but I've been here for almost three years now. Yeah, this is the friend that I was talking about um, on the last episode where I said uh, I came to visit her a couple times, and then she was like, oh, move to Houston, and I was like, okay, and she offered me a place to stay. Um, so I came, and I am super grateful for her. So I'm having her as a guest because she can relate to my struggles in Houston. <laughs> and she thinks I'm a joke. So <laughs> um happy to have her here. So this week, we're going to try something new. Um, I'm going to try something new on the podcast. So starting off, uh, we're going to do What's the 411? So... Basically, I will just tell you guys what happened in, since the last time we talked. Um, and nothing much has happened since the last time we <laughs> talked. Um, I haven't really been out because, like, once I came back from Mexico, I feel like since I party so good there, like, nothing can compare in Houston, so... I'm kind of over it. But, now nah, honestly, I went out to Diablo's on Thursday... Um, with my friend Ari, uh, well, I got invited to a new bar called Jet Lounge um, by my homeboy. I wonder if he's going to listen to this podcast, but he is a spontaneous, indecisive person. I haven't gotten to that point in my life yet, so he flaked out the last minute with his friends, and I was over it, and I was already dressed by that time, so I was like, I'm going somewhere, so I went to Diablo's with Ari. It was kind of weak. Um, I met a Nigerian, though, um, and he gave me a $100 bill so we could buy drinks, and he got hookah for us. Um, but I'm over him. It's Monday, and I'm over him already. I said, I didn't hear that. That's, that sounds pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, he was he was really nice, and it's so funny because like we met these girls at Diablo's on Thursday, and they're from Louisiana, and Ari has started talking to them first. And we were talking about, well, they were talking about, um, you know, dating in Houston. They were saying, like, in Louisiana, they're used to guys, like, being aggressive, too. So it was just funny. We were just sharing stories. And, like, the whole time at Diablo's, the guy, he, you know, he brought me a couple of drinks. This man, I felt like I was married because he was pushing all up on me. And I was just like, sir, like, I need for you to relax. And I know you're Well, probably- how do you want them to act? All right, so he buys his drink. Do you want him to go? Do you want him to stick around so he can interact, get to know you? Like, what is... What do you want to follow up after you get a drink? I mean, we could even- chat for a little bit, but it was like... Well, we were sitting near the speaker, so it was like, it's not much conversation we could have, you know? Because gotcha. everybody had already occupied all the other sections. Um, Because we were on the patio. We didn't go inside. It was, like, too packed. I don't, like... I don't like that. Nobody's dancing. They're just standing around, so it's not fun. So on the patio, they're playing like reggae and African music too. So we stayed on. We ended, we ended up just staying on the patio. But like after you buy me a drink, I don't know. Like we could chat for a little bit, but like I don't need you cuffing me after I just met you two minutes ago. Like cuffing in what sense? Like he was holding you, kissing yes, on you, not kissing, just like he didn't want me to go anywhere. Basically, like oh you're mine, but it's like sir, no thank you. <laughs> So that is awkward. That's what I did Thursday. Friday, I went to go watch the game, the basketball game, the finals. Um, I don't watch basketball, but it was something to do. And there was a lot of people there. We went to Prospect Park in Willowbrook. I met, um, I want to say his government name, but he's probably going to kill me. But I met 
Jerry's out there with his friend and Jackie ended up meeting us there with one of her friends. So it was straight. Um, I met another guy there too. <laughs> I know y'all probably thinking, she's a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now you're young, you're single. I think that's the whole purpose. Is like you're out dating, you're trying to meet new people. I think we have to switch up the locations as to where we're meeting these people. You. Well, me. <laughs> they seem to be the same everywhere I go. It don't even matter. Um, and then uh, after Friday, we watched the game, whatever. I came home. And then Saturday, we went to a house party. I went with Jackie, and it was fun. It was, when we first got there, it was a little awkward. Yeah, once you got drunk, I ended up enjoying myself, even though... <laughs> you want to tell them what happened towards the end of the night? Um, so anyone who has gone out with me, um, I struggle with establishing a limit, I guess you could say. Especially if I'm with people that I trust and know like that I'm going to be safe around. Uh, but I ended up getting a little too drunk and I was with my boyfriend and he tried to establish a limit and I wasn't ready to accept it and someone had caught the interaction on camera where me and him are going back and forth and I'm asking him if I could just take one more shot out of this bottle we're going back and forth it was and a pretty big bottle that's why I think he was like concerned and I tried to take the bottle too but I you was know, over it after. I'm an adult. Let me suffer. Mm-hmm. My, you know, suffer from my own actions. Um, and I'm a very private person. No one really knows what goes on in my life. I'm not really big on social media. Um, I like to keep my life private. And so uh, a mutual friend had recorded it and had posted it. And it wasn't anything serious. It wasn't like it was soup like. It wasn't a big deal, but to me, it was just because I'm so private, I don't care if I know anyone or if I don't know anyone or who's going to see. At the end of the day, I just don't want people in my business. Um, And so I had asked them to take it off. And, you know, my friend, she's the one who recorded it. Her name's Ariel. And she has said, like, you know, she confirmed that I was being a bit of a brat, but she understood um, but I ended, I had a good time. I mean, I got really drunk. It was it felt like college days because they used cheap vodka. Yeah, first she, time. she drank a lot of jungle juice. Um, me, on the other hand, I know my limit. Um, the last time I threw up was last year for my birthday when I turned 25. Um, and that was just a very bad... Well, what, I have fun. Like, when I got in the car, that's when I threw up. When I, cause like when you sit down, like after you've been drinking so much and you sit down, that's when it hits you. Yeah. So that's when I threw up, but I haven't thrown up in a while from drinking. That was that's more than a year ago. Um, so I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know my limit, even though like I play flip cup. I know my limit. I know when to when it's time to chill because like one, I do not want to be embarrassed, and I don't want nobody. Um, taking snaps of me throwing up or passed out like that's embarrassing like my friend like for Cancun my friend that came with me he tapped out on the first day we started first day we started partying I'm like Travis like do not embarrass me like before we left the hotel I was like don't embarrass (laughs) me and he ended up embarrassing me well you know sometimes it does especially depends on what type because you don't know what kind of vodka or alcohol you could be drinking if they're making using it with well vodka which is a cheap shit or if they're using the good kind so I guess it just depends no one at least I don't ever go into it with intention like oh yeah I'm gonna get so shit faced but sometimes like who cares like I'm around good people I want to have a good time yeah but we didn't even make it to the party that was my whole point like oh. we didn't even make it to the first <laughs> destination we had well, a whole was- night ahead of us <laughs> it was his first night to party there you know so I was like Travis I sent that's his ass funny. in the cab home I love you but you had to go um so that's all that went on in your week? Anything else? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very, it was a very chill weekend. We got to spend a lot of time together. 
running errands with me. Um, what errands did I run with you? Well, today we went to the doctor's. Oh, yeah. Over the weekend, <laughs> you'd come to me to, like, go and pick up. Where'd we go? When we had to go to Walmart. Oh, you came to work with me. Oh, yeah. I came to work with her on Saturday. Listen to gospel music, banging on my desk <laughs> while I'm trying to get my stuff done. Uh, and so was, I enjoyed this weekend. I usually don't go out. For our listeners, I am Zakia's very chill friend. I like to sit at home, relax. I'm, I like to read. Yeah, if you know me, if you see me out, like she's the complete opposite of me. I'm an introvert, so it's hard for me to go to, like, clubs and, like, social (laughs) engagements where I'm going to have to interact with people. I'd rather be a hermit and sit in the house. Right, like, on Saturday, I didn't know anybody there except for Jackie, her friend Arielle, Donald, and Julius. And I made everybody play flip cup because... Because you're a social butterfly. That's what I do. Like, I wasn't just going to sit there and watch them, like, do nothing, so... We play. I mean, I initiated the flip cup game, and I lost the first couple rounds because we had a homegirl on the team that was trying to Snapchat and play the game at the same time. So she cost us two rounds. But then I got another team. We came back strong. So you know, was that the one who was posting on Snapchat? Yeah, she was posting on Snapchat, and. Uh, she cost us the game the first two rounds, so I kicked her off. Not I kicked her off the team, but we replaced her. So I had a new team, new squad. Um, but, yeah, that's all that happened. There's nothing exciting going on in my life at this point. I met two new guys. Um, I'll, let you, I'll let you guys know, like, how that's going on as time progresses. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today is... So I don't know if you guys have heard, everybody's not big into social media, but there's this new show coming out called The Real Side Chicks of Charlotte. And when they first released this, I didn't have the podcast, so yes, I'm talking about it now. Um, But basically, it's a show with, I don't know how many girls, five or six girls, and they are going to have a show about being a side chick. So I wanted to bring that up because it made me think of this because over the weekend, this girl from back home, she posted a new picture of some girl that was texting her boyfriend. And it just made me think of that. And she like posted on Facebook, Instagram, and it was just like this whole thing on Facebook. You know how people get on Facebook. That's why I don't really like to spend time on Facebook because it's just a bunch of ratchets um, going back and forth about nothing, basically. So, like, they were, like, going back and forth, like, saying, you know, this, oh, this girl is so disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, how is she disrespectful? Obviously, she feels comfortable enough to be sending your man nude pictures, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, I just felt like for her to do all of that, she did the most for the least. And I feel like she was the one that embarrassed herself. She tried to embarrass the girl. And first of all, the girl had a nice body. Um, So everybody was complimenting her body, number one. So she she ended up embarrassing herself. Like, once you play me, you play yourself. That's what she ended up doing. So, like, I had no sympathy for her. Like, you look mad dumb. Like, and I just, I wanted to comment on the post, but I just know that I was just going to be going back and forth all night because... The girl has a really big family, and, like, when I say big family, like, she has, like, probably, like, four or five brothers, 30 cousins, first cousins, Mm -hmm. so it's just, like, they were all on the post, like, going in, Um, but I don't know. How do you feel about side chicks? Um, I don't like that they're making this show because, for example, that, you know, you just use with the girl on Facebook, like... Um, they paint these women out to be, like, horrible women and that they're homewreckers, but I feel like it's really not, you, I wouldn't put, I would not place blame on the women. I think that the man is the one who's in the relationship. He's the one who made the commitment. Um, and so I think it's weird when women will go on these rampages bashing the women, especially if they stay with their boyfriends. But also for the show, I just feel like, what are you trying to, what are you trying to promote with this? Right, it's just like, I feel like it's just another ratchet reality show, and it's like, I might watch it, 
at first, like, what, at first, I thought it was fake. And then, like, you know, now I'm seeing news articles about it. Now they have clips coming out. Um, But I don't feel like a show is necessary, like, to put them on blast. Because I feel like, well, maybe, I don't know. I don't feel like it's necessary. Because I feel like you have shows like Basketball Wives and Love and Hip Hop. And, like, some of the chicks that have been on Basketball Wives have been side chicks. So it's like, but most of them have gag orders so they can't really talk, talk about, about it too it. much yeah. so i don't feel like having a show about being a side chick is like super necessary like it's just an it's entertainment i guess it's just another way for people to make money but i don't know i i, I don't think it's like a bad thing that they want to tell their story either because it's sometimes it's not their fault and sometimes they do make a decision to continue the relationship Mm -hmm. even though they know that the guy is in a relationship but if they don't know then I don't feel like they should post blame like I feel like like they got a lot of backlash from this because people are so against you know mistresses and stuff but it's like it happens it's a part of life I would I don't think I would I'm I'm trying to think if I've ever been well yeah I've been a side chick in high school yeah I I've I've been a side chick knowingly um and that's when I was at a stage in my life where I wasn't ready for a commitment so I only wanted to date guys who had girlfriends because then I felt like there was no way that you were gonna get caught up with me it was literally just gonna be fun you know no stress no drama but as an adult i don't know i just feel like this is not a show i want to see this is not they only want to promote negative especially for black women it's just negative stereotypes because the majority of the women on there are black one looks maybe spanish and then one white girl i just feel like it's not this is not what i want to see on the tv this is not promoting anything this is I personally just don't get the point of it. I understand you saying that they want to tell their stories and all that, and that's fine. Um, but I just think it's going to make them look bad, and they're not going to be able to come. How do you bounce back from this? Like, right. that you're okay openly being a side girlfriend. You're okay openly embracing the idea that you are ruining, whether it's a relationship, a marriage. But I feel like part of them... I'm just looking at their picture because they look angry. Well, most of them look angry, and then one is, like, super happy. The The chick on the far left, she looks, like, delicious, which is kind of scaring me, and her wig is bad. Um, but I feel like part of me, they want to tell their story because maybe they're tired of it maybe they're tired of being side chicks i don't know then you leave then you leave you don't need to be on television promote like embracing this title embracing the fact like because to me automatically when i think of this i'm like how embarrassing it must be for the wives or the girlfriends of the women who these side chicks are dating you know they're men right i wonder if the guys are gonna um like, their names are going to be on the show. Like, will they say their names? Or are they just going to talk about their experiences? Well, one of the clips I had saw, it was one of the girls going up to, like, the wife or something inside of her at her job or oh, something. No, and she's, like, trying to fight her. It, it was just too much. I just, this is not a show I want to watch. This is not a show that I want to be promoted. I think, like, there are a million other things that people could create reality TV shows about. Um, this is really trash. I don't see that. Their show has been picked up by a major network either. So maybe it won't air. Because you remember... I thought it was picked up. It's not? No, not from this article. It doesn't say um. it's picked up by a major network yet. Because, um, like, remember that show, Sorority Girls or something? It was, like, on VH1 mm, by Mona Scott Young. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, all the D9 sororities up there. But basically, the girls were just arguing the whole time. And they ended up canceling the show. So Yeah, they were really mean to each other. I didn't like that show. Yeah, it wasn't a really good show. Good, um, you know, reflection of D9 sororities. So maybe it won't get that far. But would you want to talk about your experience as a side chick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah um i mean it was never anything it's like any of them were like married um in high school just like dating and like i got into a couple of fights 
like, with the girls that were dating the boys. I just feel like just young and dumb and just me saying, like, oh, I can't break up a happy home. You know, that home was broken before I... I even came around. That right. was, like, my mentality, and I really didn't care about other people or how... People felt. Yeah, like, how my actions would affect others. But, you know, as you get older, you have more experiences. Like, you see that your actions don't just affect you. Right. It's a ripple effect, so... I don't know. And I believe in karma. I got enough... I got enough bad karma. I want to keep it at a minimum. Yeah, so I want to talk about my experience because it's only been, like, me. It's only been, like, high school. It hasn't been as a young adult. Um, So, like, this guy I was talking to in high school, like, we weren't even dating. Like, we didn't even go on dates. And we didn't even have sex. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Bailey. We didn't even have (laughs) sex. Um, But, so we were, like, talking. We would, like, go to his house. Like, I would skip school, go to his house. And, like, I would go in his room, and he would have, like, female clothes in it. And they were really small. So he would be like, oh, that's my god sister. So, like, she comes over here. You know, oh, I don't so you know. didn't know that he had a girlfriend at this time? No, I didn't know he had a girlfriend, and I know I knew he had a daughter, but the whole time, basically the whole time, he was with the child's mother, and it was her clothes. She was really skinny, so uh-huh. her clothes were really small. <laughs> her shoes were really small. She was really, she was shorter than me, I think, but she was she was way skinnier than me yeah. too. So her clothes were really small. And, like, I really believe this man, like, when he said that it was his god sister's clothes. But long story short, um, so he ended up going to jail. And, like, he was berating me. And, like, I remember I walked to school um, because it was, like, around the corner. It was, like, a 10-minute walk, maybe. Five, 10 minutes walk. And she was older. I think she was out of high school at that time because she was older than the both of us. He's He was only a year older than me, and she was maybe, like, two or three years older than us or whatever. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So she had a car, but she was living with him this whole time. So she had a car, whatever. So he was writing me, you know, jail letters. That's when I was into the bad boys. Not anymore. But um, so, like, I was walking to school one morning, and she stopped me. And she was, like, talking to me. She's like, oh, is so-and-so writing you and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I was so young and dumb. Like, she, and the thing is, like, she never wanted to fight me. She just wanted to hear my side of the story. So I would tell her everything like a dumbass. <laughs> like, because I ain't know no better. I never dealt with anybody, like, you know, that was in a relationship. So yeah. I didn't know any better. So, like, I was telling her everything. Like, she took me to school that morning that she stopped me. And she, um, I went back to my house to get all the letters that he wrote me so she could see. And I was just like, now that I think about it, I'm like, what did that do for you? You know, like, it doesn't take back the fact that he wrote the letters or yeah. he's been calling me. Yeah. You know? like, I think for her, that's more hurt to see. You can go, you can be happy. Obviously, a monogamous relationship is not what you want right now, and that's fine. Um, so you're not, you, so if they, if you get caught cheating, it's over. Like, that's a deal breaker. No, I don't think it's a deal breaker, but if it's something where you're having, like, a relationship on the side, yeah, that's a deal breaker. If you cheat once, we're not perfect. I, ask my exes, I am far from perfect, and I understand that people cheat, people make mistakes, and that's fine. But if you're carrying on a whole other relationship outside of ours, no, you got too much time on your hands. But it is it really a relationship if he's in a relationship with you? Like, how can you have, like, a whole full-blown relationship? Well, Maybe I people have is. whole full-blown families on the side. 
That's terrible. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, I really ain't. Shit. And people who want that, like that's fine. Like, but be honest and open with the person. Like, don't take that option away from someone else to to determine whether they want to stay in this relationship or not. If you decide that being monogamous is not for you, let me know. Let me make that decision whether, you know what? Okay, an open relationship. Let me see if that works for me. Let's see how we can play this out. But you yeah. having a whole nother relationship, you paying for her bills, you fucking her often enough to where she feel like this is something? No, I'm okay. Yeah. For me, like, if, like, you know, of course, if I was in a monogamous relationship, I feel like cheating is a deal breaker for me. Because I feel like, fuck that mistake shit. If you love me enough, then no. I like, you that's can't. true. I, I think Come from true. someone who has cheated, and I loved Max. Loved him How to the world How can you love somebody Things ain't perfect, hurt them. Perfect. Like, on purpose. You've never you- done anything to hurt somebody? Because you you were so caught up yeah, in something. Yeah, I've destroyed property. I'm saying outside of that, like for a friendship, you've never said anything hurtful to a friend. Um, I don't recall. You said something hurtful to me earlier this year, so. What? I don't know. I think you told me I was like a bad friend. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like things happen. I just broke up with her multiple times this year. Yeah, we have a rocket. Now we've been a lot better. Now our relationship's a lot smoother. Just take some adjustments. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I, I feel like now, like, especially now, like, now I'm older, like, if I get into another serious monogamous relationship, I feel like at that point, like, I want to get married. So, no, like, I can't be doing the hurt and the crying. I did all that in high school mm-hmm. and college. Like, I don't want to continue the cycle of unhealthy relationships so no for me that's a deal breaker and i've learned that there is plenty more fish in the sea there may be some bad fish in the sea um you know being in houston there's a few bad (laughs) fish but too many bad fish there's a lot of fish in the sea so i agree i can't do it and i this is just a thought i don't know if i could ever like go through with this but like i was listening to um, the horrible decision podcast. I know I told you this multiple times, but um, the girl. Well, they had guests on there, and the guys are from New York. And one guy, I just love guys from New York. I have a hate and love relationship with them, but he sounded so sexy, and he was in a polyamorous relationship, and that kind of gave me the idea of um wanting to try one but i don't know i think you're too crazy to be in a polyamorous relationship yeah i don't think you need too much attention and i don't think you'd be able to i don't think you do well and well, yeah it's with the like right person i think if it's with the right person because like it seemed like the way he was describing their relationship, he would give both of them money to go shopping. So, like, I feel like it's if you... more than that, though. I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's just an example, like, of how he managed the relationship. So, it wasn't like So, he then was, what difference does it make if your man's cheating, then in... But it's like, we're both... Like, they were all living in the house together. <laughs> it sounds so sick. I uh, said, so do you hear how crazy that sounds? Like, you can't forgive cheating, but you can be with someone who has a relationship... But we're all th- in a relationship together. That's how, well, I think that's how polyamorous relationships go. Like, you guys are all ag- in agreement that you're in a relationship together. You can't you even be a third meal on a date. You cannot <laughs> be. It, that's, it won't work for you. As your friend who knows you, who has known you now for, what, eight years? It wouldn't yeah. work for you. Sound good, though. It does sound good. Whatever. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, what's next? Okay, so, next we have, who said that? So, over the weekend. (laughs) I think you're going to have to create, like, a, like, a mini intro for that. Who said that? Who said that? No, she don't say it right. She's not a real fan of Real Housewives. I would say, is this um, Phaedra? Okay. No, no, no. It's it's on Kenya. No. Portia. No. Okay, so let me just give a quick background. All right, so of the the phrase, who said that? This is just going to be a quick um, Real Housewives of Atlanta one-on-one. So, basically... Somebody spread a rumor that Candy was gay. 
So they went on a camping trip and somebody brought it up at dinner. And um, so when they brought, so when they asked, so Marlo, she asked Candy, she's like, Candy, are you gay? And so everybody at the table was like, who said that? Everybody said it. And so it's just not one person. But it was just oh. funny because the two people that said it were saying, like, who said that? Which was Portia and uh, Phaedra. Phaedra. <laughs> so that's the background behind that. Um, so over the weekend, Mr. Tory Lanes, um, he went to a store and the guy at the store was being really discriminate against him basically because he's black and so he ended up spending money with the store and um he ended up spending $35,000 such a waste such a waste I thought like and they were discussing that on Twitter today because but was it only to prove a point or was it one I just think that's a waste of money. Just a waste of money. That could be, but you know, I'm super cheap. I don't like spending my money on anything. Yeah, but was I'm cheap he too. was he spending that money to prove a point? Like, oh, you assume that I was just another nigga coming up in here to, you know, window shop, or did he spend the money because? Are you trying to pull it up? I don't think they have it on the the website. Uh-huh. Um, but I was just whatever. But anyway. Yeah, so he basically, um, I don't use Tumblr, I mean not Tumblr, Instagram that often, so I'm lost on where to look now. Um, so yeah, basically he did it to prove a point, uh, which was, got under my skin because, like, I feel like we as black people, (laughs) we gotta do better with these corporations, um, because I feel like most of them, well not most of them, most well, yes, most of them are owned by white people, and a lot of them are racist. So we got to do better with how we spend our money. And they were discussing that on Twitter today, um, saying how, you know, he shouldn't... Some people were saying he shouldn't have spent the money to prove the point, and some people were saying, like, what difference does it make? The guy that was discriminating against him um, didn't get the commission off the sale, but it's like, I feel like the store, I, I, hopefully I could find what store it is. Because um, the store could be breeding that culture. Right, which is... That encourages that type of discrimination when people come in. Because who was it? Was it Gabby? Um, the girl from Precious. Wasn't her who went to the store and wanted to buy like shades? Uh, was it Gucci shades or something? And they had... They had either made remarks to her or insinuated that she didn't have the money to buy it. Um, so corporations, you don't know what type of... Yeah, who they're hiring. And nine times out of ten, they're supporting these people. Like, they're not telling them, like, you know, no. I'm pretty sure that guy didn't get fired for discriminating against him. He just didn't get the commission. But the store got the money. So it's like, either way, you're supporting. He's still going to get a paycheck at the end of the day if he doesn't get fired, you know? So it's, like, super frustrating. And then this is a good point that um, one of my Twitter followers um made he did say (laughs) and it's so funny because (laughs) he said that we complain like we complain about the whole Tory Lanez thing but we are the same people that are going to Chick-fil-a even though they don't they don't support homosexuals or black people or they don't market to homosexuals and black people and it's like some people their responses were super funny because um Cause we do like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is so good. But it's like we do gotta stop supporting them, and it's like we are the mo- we are the consumers, and you know most of this stuff. Like when it comes, especially when it comes to fast food too. Like we are the top consumers, and we are like the most obese too. Especially like people in Texas, they're really fat down here um, because. It's- <laughs> Because there's some, there's always something to eat. Like even it's myself. so hard to lose weight in Texas, yo. Because there's just so much good food and like, 
especially like i like really enjoy drinking now so like going out drinking having a great meal hanging out with my friends it's just it's a nice thing to do there are no mountains to hike here we don't like blacks either okay so the name of the store sorry is holt um renfrew i've never heard of this store before because i'm poor and i don't shop at high-end stores like i don't wear louis vuitton and all of that stuff uh, because i can't afford it so I, I don't know what it's like to spend $35,000 in a store. Um, but, yeah, it is hard to lose weight out here because, like, back home, like, from the city that I'm from, there's always food. I mean, there's food, but it's not, like, easy access. Like, out here, like, I feel like Highway 6, for example. Look at me. I'm sweating so bad. Highway 6, for example. <laughs> highway six for example like there's chick-fil-a burger king hardy's freaking i don't know it's just jack in the box jack in the box it's just so many places to choose from and it's like when you ride past that every day you're like oh i want to try this i want to try that but it's like and then you but also the mom it. and pop shops too like they have like a lot of like new restaurants that come here yeah and everybody likes to do brunch out here which is new to me as well like sunday fun day sunday fun day like everybody well not everybody um a lot of a lot of young black professionals like go to brunch and then like a day party afterwards um that's popular in new york too but like only in like in the summertime springtime but it's also popular in dc but i'm looking on the website where toy lanes was shopping i'm about to see if any of this stuff is affordable for a regular Joe Smo like me. Okay, this is hard to navigate through. Let's see. <gasps> oh, wait. Maybe it is 500. Oh, they don't have the prices up here, meaning. Too expensive. <laughs> if you need to ask, you can't afford it. That's, <laughs> that's what that means. So if I got to ask you, how much is this jacket? That means that I cannot afford it, okay? That's exactly what that means. So they don't have That's the price so on this funny. website. Um, but speaking of Texas, I also wanted to discuss, I, was, I saw this article on Twitter. Um, it's about the absentee programs in um, Houston, well, not Houston, but in Texas. Um, basically, the article is about absentee only programs oh sorry this part of the show is going to be called news or snooze so this is news or snooze news or snooze portion of the show um so basically and i think this is like such a good thing to talk about because um another difference between connecticut and here in texas is that a lot of young people are have kids like the party that we went to on friday not friday sorry saturday um the girl one of the girls there i was like talking to her and she was like yeah i have four kids and i'm like i'm sorry what like you have how many so it's like i feel like a lot of young people they have kids early down here and not saying that no other state has you know, doesn't have early pregnancies, but I feel like it's more common out here. So basically, this lady, um, she had got pregnant in high school, and um, they didn't basically the state didn't give her no birth control. So she ended up having a baby, and then she had a baby three months later. So now, oh, she has three kids in total. Um, she just recently had a baby, um, what was it, like 11 months ago? But I just find it so interesting that they don't really talk about sex ed down here either, which was like a part of the article. Um, yeah, I feel like sex is a taboo topic in the South. Um, I feel like maybe they think like it's not ladylike to talk about it or you discuss sex with you know the younger Your generation only or not even that because even like the guys i've dated out here like they're not as open like i want to know like i don't know like any aspect of sex 
sexual history i don't give a fuck about your body count but let me know what is your sexual history like what are your std you know what are your std results like do you have a recent copy um or just like what do you like what do you what do you enjoy what do you want right and i feel like those conversations um they were hard to have like as if i should feel uncomfortable discussing that or maybe it's just like not an appropriate thing to discuss but I know, like, at work, like, they talk about not really discussing with their children because then they're concerned that it may encourage um, them to go out and have sex. Yeah, and I just feel like you can say all you want not, like, don't have sex, wait till marriage, wait till you find the one, wait till you're in your 30s, whatever the case may be. But people are going to do what they want to do, especially in a country where sex is, like, sex is everywhere. Sex sells everything. So the fact that you want to tell these children, like, you have to wait, it's not, I don't feel like it's realistic. And even if they do wait, okay, that's fine. They still need to know about sex. They still need to know. About STDs. And I feel protecting like. Protecting yourself. Right, exactly. And I feel like in this article, they only promote absentee. They don't promote safe sex. They don't talk to their kids about STDs. And. They only talk about how you're going to get pregnant. It's like, being pregnant is probably the... It's not the top thing that you should be concerned about when you're having sex with someone. Right, because some STDs are life-changing. Like, they can kill you, you know? So, I feel like... I don't know what's going on with Texas, but they need to start passing laws where they need to do some better sex education because, like, just based on this article, they were saying, like, basically, say if a teen gets pregnant like say if you're 17 years old you get pregnant um at that point you're still a minor and say if I was 17 and I want to get birth control like after having this baby Mm -hmm. like basically my mother would have to approve it even though I got a damn baby myself really yeah like the mother has to say whether or not they're gonna get birth control because I guess they're still a minor which is like super annoying because like you're not helping them to prevent having another baby and i guess this is what the lady was saying like she ended up having a baby three months later after she had her first baby while she was in high school well she had been in college by the time she had the first baby yeah it's like I just but that could have been ridiculous. prevented had they provided the resources. Right, so I need Texas to do better. But I think Texas is really... Because you even think like when it comes to like the abortion laws and stuff, I think that they still have a ways to go, and I think it's because they are so conservative. Um, it just makes it hard. But that's really unfortunate, because that could have been something that, you know... That additional child. Because they say, like, oh, we should have learned your lesson the first time. But you don't know what could have happened. Connor could have broke. Still right. could have got pregnant with the condom on. You know, it's only 99.9%. Right. I thought Tracy Ellis Ross got married. I was looking on Baller Alert. Um, but she was just in a wedding. <laughs> I love her. Um, but, yeah, I also, like, experienced, like, you know, talking to guys out here. Like, I don't really talk about sex with them. Like, guys that I've talked to or dated. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not... Not saying it's not the thing to do, but it doesn't seem only I feel like this is what I brought up last week on the podcast. I feel like um, the women out here, they are passive and they pass about what they want in sex, too. So, guys, they don't ask out here. They don't ask what you want. They just want to do it their way because they've allowed because women have allowed them to just do whatever they want. And it's like, no. I, there's I have needs and wants <laughs> so I'm gonna need for you to get with it or get lost and like most of them they don't like that because they like to be in control and it's like no we talked about that yesterday like I need to be in some type of control like when we're having sex and like guys down here they do not like that like I'm the aggressor when it comes to sex most of the time yeah I think and maybe because you know living up north it's it's a lot more liberal and I feel like the conversation especially growing up in my household the conversation about sex um 
were very open. Like, my mother didn't shy away from discussing things with us. It was never something that was off the table. Um, so I'm very comfortable expressing, like, what I want, what my expectations are. And I agree. I think that that was a little bit different for the people that I've dated here. Um, but either way, it doesn't make a difference. I want to be open. I want to be honest. I want to be transparent in all aspects of my relationships. And sex is one of them. Yeah, my mother didn't really discuss sex. Like, she would just say, like, don't give it up. That's <laughs> what my mother would say. And it's funny because, like, we, like, I grew up in church, but it wasn't like my mother was religious. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't like, she, like, even though she forced us to go to church every Sunday, it wasn't like, oh, she sprinkled holy water around the house Yo. and stuff like that. Like, what? most really super religious people do like but she would just be like don't give it up and like once I started getting older well her way of me not having sex is I wasn't allowed to go to guys houses up until I was 18 years old really I was not allowed like were they allowed to come over your house yeah but if they came over we could only sit in the living room we could not be upstairs in my room but couldn't you just lie and say you were going to a friend's house and really go hang out with a boy? Yeah, I lied all the time. But I'm just saying, like, I could not be like, oh, I'm at so-and-so's house. Gotcha, gotcha. Up until, like, I think my last month in high school, she finally gave me permission to go over a guy's house. That's and then so it's like, funny. And then I was on birth control at that point, too. But, like, in school, we did have a good social worker who went over that stuff with us. Um, but this wasn't, like, till my senior year. Like, they kind of, like, started going over. Well, I had started seeing a social worker, like, one-on-one and in a group setting. Yeah. Um, so, we would talk about that stuff. So, it's like, I knew more about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's funny because even though we didn't really discuss sex in my house, um, which I still don't, and I don't want to really discuss sex with my mother because... No, no. Do you think it's an uncomfortable conversation to have? Yeah, I feel like because she's just... We just never talked about it in detail. It was just like, don't give up the box, basically. Or you won't won't get pregnant. (laughs) And, you know, I guess that it was effective because I don't have any kids. (laughs) Um, So I guess it was kind of effective. But, Mm -hmm. like, now when I have kids, like, I'm definitely going to go over, like, the details of sex. Like, what could happen? Not only, like, you getting pregnant, but, like, the... Ooh, excuse me. The details of... Not so gross. Sorry. Don't talk to me like that. Um... The details of STDs, because I feel like a lot of black people, we don't know a lot about STDs. We just know, like, getting pregnant, that's it. I feel like we talk about baby mama drama a lot and not talk about STDs enough. But I also think even, like, in... Like, if you go online stuff, like, that is what they promote. Like, oh, like, you know, unprotected sex will lead to pregnancy. But there's so much more. But I also think, like, discussing, especially especially with girls, just, like, the emotional ties that comes with having sex with people. Even if you're not emotionally invested in them, I feel like people don't take that into consideration. It's so much more than just sex, I think. Uh, you're sharing your soul with someone and exactly so you got to be careful and you I hate to say this but sometimes depending on the relationship just be careful about who you're giving it up to and you know how soon you're giving it up even though like I'm an advocate like I feel like if the vibe is right and you don't you're not expecting much from this person then go ahead and give it up but it's like that's not true though people my ex and I we were together for over four years had sex the first night and then I don't think that determines it it depends on on what like what you guys want from each other I guess I should say but I just I just want people to be careful because it's like some people don't always tell you what they want they're not upfront about the things that they want either so it's like you may be thinking like oh, well, I want a relationship. 
And this person may be lying to you and mm-hmm. saying, yeah, I want one too, but they really don't want one. So it's like you're giving it up with intentions like, oh, we're going to be together, but that person is not thinking the same way. So just be careful about who you're giving up to. Just who you're giving it up to. Not Sorry, not how soon you're giving it up. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for this week. Anything else you want to add? You want to give people your social media no, she doesn't want you. <laughs> she doesn't want you to follow her. Um, but just to follow up what you just said, at this point in my life, I am not into the idea of just like casual sex. I think I'm I'm well past that stage. Um, and she's so past just, her whole phase. That's what she's trying to say. I would just like the idea. Or the mentality that I had going into, like, especially after my ex and I broke up, was, like, I didn't want to have sex with anyone unless I could see them, see myself having a child with them. Like, not saying, like, oh, we're going to get married and spend the rest of our lives together, but, like, you never know what can happen. Say you don't believe in abortions and you decide, you know, mistakes happen. Say you get pregnant by this person, like, do you really want to get pregnant by an Asian nigga? So that's really my mentality going in. Yeah. Is there someone that, you know, I could see me needing to spend at least 18 years dealing with? And if not, then no thanks. Not worth the good time. Exactly. Well, I'm on birth control, so I don't have that issue, but I still use condoms. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I'm not looking for a committed relationship right now, so I can't relate. Um, so, yeah, that's all I have for this week. I want to leave you guys with a quote, a silly quote. <laughs> side chicks you're not gonna do your dear diary no not this week okay so i'm leaving y'all with the quote if you're a side chick listening to this shout out to all the faithful side chicks they refuse to cheat on another woman's man (laughs) (laughs) and that's what a kevin hart meme so if you guys have any questions um or any feedback you can Send them to me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram at I'm five foot two. Um, a lot of you I don't have on Facebook, but I'm not adding too many people on Facebook because it's just a hot mess up there. Like I really hate Facebook. Um, and if you guys have any experiences being a side chick or dealing with the another person in your relationship, let me know how that turned out for you, how you feel about cheating, how you feel about being in a monogamous relationship. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.